Friday Lunchtime Lectures at the Open Data Institute. Okay, uh, thank you very much everyone for coming. Um, I'm James Logan. I've worked for the BBC about five years, um, predominantly on the Link Data Platform and its predecessor. And I work for the platform team within BBC Future Media. Um, we build the tools and services that's used to, um, to generate the public-facing websites and apps, the tools that journalists use to write and describe the articles, and then the services that hold the data and serve it up to our, our front-end offerings. The talk should take about 20 minutes. Um, we'll talk about news sections, the um, traditional structure by which the BBC news site and other news sites are organised. We'll talk about what we mean by tagging the news and how that can benefit both the audience and the BBC and other news organisations. And then we'll talk about how we can use that tagging information to help join up the news across organisations. And then finally, there'll be plenty of time at the end for questions and discussions. And I'm pleased that I've got a few BBC colleagues in the audience to bail me out should things get too difficult. So here we can see a screenshot of the BBC news site as of the 20th of January. It's divided up into 14 sections, which we can see listed along the top. England, Scotland, politics, health. And all the content we've produced and published to BBC Online has got to fit within one of these sections. And indeed, the structure of BBC Online News itself um, fits these sections. Journalists work on the England desk, the business desk, the politics desk. But if we drill into one of the sections, the business section in this case, um, we can see four subdivisions of market data, your money, economy and companies. But that's as specific as the section structure gets. These sections are good at giving the audience an overview. If I just want to scan the business news today, then it's brilliant. But it's not so good for audience members that have really specific interests. If I'm interested in Scottish power, for example, maybe I'm a customer or a shareholder, I can only find one story about them in the BBC News section structure on the 20th of January. The BBC, of course, have published loads of stories about Scottish power, probably even this year, but I can only easily get to one through the index structure, and beyond that I'd have to start to search. This is a problem for those audience members who have very specific interests. But it's also a problem for the BBC, because we're not making the best use of our content. Only the stories that currently live within the section structure really get any audience. As soon as they fall off, they essentially disappear, and we're reliant upon those interested enough to search and find them and to keep the story alive. So starting in 2010 and working through to today, the BBC has been building something called the Link Data Platform with three main purposes. Firstly, it aims to organise the BBC's online content around the things that matter to the audience. So moving from organising our content into something that aligns with our own internal structures to a much more audience-facing idea of finding out what they're interested in and giving them that aggregation instead of our own. Secondly, we aim to make better use of the BBC's content. As we've seen already, the BBC articles fall off dramatically in terms of audience numbers once they disappear off the section structure. How can we solve that? And finally, we aim to open up the BBC's tagging data to the public. 
and we'll explore the reasons for doing that towards the end of the talk. So to make better use of the BBC's content and to better serve our audience members with specific interests, we're going to need a lot we're going to need to know a lot more about BBC stories than simply which section they were placed in. And we've been accomplishing this using tagging. Um, this internal tool shows the tags that are applied to BBC news articles as they're published. And we can see that the tagging information is much more specific than the sections. For our gas price um, story, we, we do know that it's about Scottish power, and we also know that it's about energy and personal finance. We're asking our journalists to tag all their stories with all the relevant, relevant tags, all the things that story's about. This talk's been quite well timed as last week we launched a new BBC News mobile app which makes full use of these tags. Here's our Scottish Power story as displayed in the new BBC News app. And if we scroll down to the bottom of the story, we can see a related topic section which displays both the, the section it was in, business, but also the tags that have been applied. And now if I click on our Scottish Power tag, I'm brought to um, a dynamic page rendered in the BBC News app which shows me all the stories about Scottish power. So using tagging in this way and through tools such as the new news app, we're starting to meet that audience need of people that have very specific interests. It's now quite easy for me to find stories about a business I'm interested in. And we've also started to meet the BBC's need to make better use of its content. Our story at the bottom there about um, power restoration battle complete wasn't visible in the section tree. It was too old and had dropped off. But now we're starting to surface that to people that will be interested in it. The BBC aren't the only people trying to solve this problem, of course. Here we're having a look at the Guardian's website, and we can see a very similar section tree across the top. This story is about the race to become the best actress in the 2015 Oscars, which I found following the section structure into culture and then into film. Then a very similar model to what we've employed the news app. If I scroll down to the bottom of the Guardian story, I can see the 14 tags that they've used to describe it. These include the actresses and the films that we mentioned in the article. And then again, a very similar pattern... I click on the Oscars 2015 tag and I'm taken to all the Guardian's content about this year's Oscars. A final example is uh, the Mirror Online, who must be getting really good value out of their tags as they display them in bright red across the site, very prominently. And if we look at the top of their site, we can even see that their display of trending tags has started to push part of the traditional section structure over to the right-hand side, Now that we're tagging our stories and using this information to better serve our audience, we're starting to look at how we can use this same technology to help journalists within the BBC. In large news, news organisations such as the BBC, it's impossible to stay abreast of all of the output, and that's as true for our own journalists as it is for our audience. For example, 
this local news story was published on the day the women's heptathlon started in the London Olympics. A good local story from Jessica Ennis's school, which could have given great colour to um, the, the BBC Sports stream that was covering that day's. Now, not, um, not an article the BBC Sport team could have easily discovered being published on a local index, but as we're starting to tag these stories, we can start to surface those up to all the journalists across the BBC that might be able to use them and so starting to make much better use of BBC content and starting to surface it across products, so from news to our sports sites here, for example. So we've seen the BBC and other news organisations uh, tagging our content, and we're doing this to better serve our audiences and also to make better use of the content we produce. And in a lot of cases, these tags are the same. Um, we can see I, I, I was able to quite quickly find here talk stories tagged with Jessica Ennis across the Mirror, the Guardian, and the BBC. The Guardian used a rather more formal Jessica Ennis Hill tag. There's an opportunity here to start to link our content together across organisations. Unless we take this opportunity, our tagging data will remain siloed within each of our own sites. The BBC has taken the first steps towards doing this. Firstly, we've published all of our own tags in the new bbc.co.uk thing site, which we'll see in a second. And we've linked those published tags to open data sets. And if all of the news sites publish their tags, link them to open data sets, we can be confident, for example here, that we're all speaking about the same Jessica Ennis Hill and start to make those connections across organisations. We've been linking our tags to a number of open data sets. Uh, Wikidata and DBpedia are based upon Wikipedia and thus cover an enormous range of subjects. Music Brains is used for more specific artist and group information. Geonames is an open geographical data set, and whenever you see a BBC story tagged of a place, it will in turn be linked to Geonames. And finally, gov.co.uk gives us more specialist information about parliamentary constituencies and council wards and so on. And we've produced this new thing site to publish our tags. So let's have a look at Jessica Ennis. This is the BBC tag for, for Jessica Ennis. And you can see the BBC's labels for her, um, links to other information about her on the internet. But most importantly, down the bottom, in the same as section, we can see that we've linked our Jessica Ennis tag to Wikidata and DBpedia entries. And as we saw in the slide before, if other organisations also start to publish their tags and link using these same resources, we can be confident that we're talking about the same person and it start to link across. Another example are um, parliamentary constituencies. In the general election, um, the BBC planned to have pages per constituency, all tagged and linked through to open data sets like this. And you can see that as well as the same DBpedia and Wikidata examples, we can see the use of gov.uk and parliament.uk sites here as well. So we're confident there are a number of good benefits for news organisations willing to publish their tags and link them up in this way. Um, one benefit that, that WARE and other organisations could seek 
is, is better representation in search results. Search engines understand these links and these open data sets as well. And so if our story is tagged with Jessica Ennis, that tag's published and is linked, then search engines can be confident about what that story is about and much more likely to be found to be relevant when someone searches. Organisations like the BBC and The Guardian um, do a number of syndication deals where other companies pay us to feature our stories on their sites and services. And the same way as tagging our stories can help our audience find the content, we could also use this to better help our customers find our content and, and, and thus make, make more use of these deals and drive more revenue. And a BBC example is the external linking targets that were set by the BBC Trust. And these targets are to make sure that the traffic that comes to the BBC news site also helps to benefit the wider economy of news sites across the UK. And so we've got specific targets for linking through to other organisations. And so if other news organisations, again, start to publish their tags and link them up as we have, we can give much more relevant links by our audience which is much more likely to be followed and drive that traffic through to other sites. So we've seen how tagging can help organisations and their audience both find more content and those organisations to make better use of their content. And we've also seen the opportunity this represents to start to link our content together across organisations and across the internet and start to join up the news. Thank you very much. You've been listening to a Friday Lunchtime Lecture, brought to you by the Open Data Institute.